podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone, welcome to Jenny's team selection ahead of game week 36. It's the big one, Jenny. It's the season defining game week, the biggest double of the season, all to play for. You're just outside the top 10k, I'm just inside the top 1k. Where are we going to finish up at the end of this week? Oh, do you know what? Last week I said on this very stream, I'll be happy with the grey arrow. I didn't feel like I was going to get a big green. I, I I was a bit worried about the game week just gone. So I'm happy because I've pretty much got a grey arrow, a small mm. red. But now it's time for the greens, right? This is a game week 36. Whilst I'm not on a bench boost, it's a week I've, of course, been prepping for since forever to make sure I get 11 doublers out. I'm on 11 doublers before I've made my transfer. Um, and then I've still got the free hit in the back bank which i will be using game week 37 for me i know some are going 36 loads are on bench boost in 36 and very few have still got triple captain i expect salah to go into the game week sort of very close to that 200 eo because those that do have triple captain left are obviously going mo knowing he's just at a rest i think 50 percent of the top 10k still have a free hit left and i imagine 50 percent are going to use that 50% 50% of that 50% are yeah. going to use that this week, right? And then the others are going to be using it in, in 37. Then you're going to get a, a couple using it in 38. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I obviously, I wish I still had mine. I used mine last week to, to terrible, terrible effect. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, it's it's a week which I'm, I mean, I've got 11 doublers. You've got 11 doublers. We're going to talk about um, your team in a bit and, and kind of the moves you're thinking of making. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a really interesting week because there's loads of different strategies, lots of different players to consider. People are even thinking of selling you know, double game week players for other double game week players. That's what I'll be doing. Yeah, which is you know, quite a rare situation to be in. I think, you know, most of the time it's, you know, you're clamouring for the double game week players selling single game weekers, but obviously people are, are you know, trying to upgrade even even ones that have got two games. So yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting week. Before we do that, let's talk about yep. game week 35. Obviously that's finished now. I think this is the first stream we've done in ages where we've actually finished the game week before we've done the stream. So that's, that's nice. Uh, you had Ram selling goal uh, with two, Cancelo with five. James and Alonso, ooh, surprising. You can thank Azpilicueta for that. Uh, two and a one, respectively. Uh, Salah with one. Havertz, again. With, you called him. He started. You were you nearly ate your hat. I don't think you said that. but I don't tend quite... to get selection wrong. I'm a very average FPL manager, but I'm an elite selector, mate. <laughs> yeah, and you've got your, your two, your one, and your one from your Chelsea boys that you selected. So. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Saka with four. Foden, your boy, coming oh, in. who Two I assists. also said would start. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice with nine. Uh, Kulazewski off the bench with eight. Uh, and then Broya. I mean, you talk about being right. How right was I about Broya? Let's just, let's just, you know, let's make this a proper arrogant there's stream a, with there's us both. A, there's, an, there's an average FPL player for us. <laughs> Not even average, just beyond poor Bad. I think at this stage uh, and Kane captain with 12 46 points small red you said you'd take a grey you sort of alright with that yeah I'm alright with that <laughs> as every time I have a red arrow or any FPL manager has a red arrow we feel sorry for ourselves don't we and we go if buts and maybes but I'm it's game week 36 like let's not go down the if buts and maybes route it's clear you can see my team you know where the if buts and maybes were um I am going to talk about one player that I didn't own rather than moan about the players I did. And that is Son again. It was another, it's deja vu three, four weeks ago. I can't remember when it was as on this very stream. I said, if you had Son, you got a green arrow. If you didn't have Son, you got a red arrow. Same again, 
Same yeah. again, because if you had Son, you probably captained him. You got a green, almost certainly. Like I've seen so many teams that had Son get quite good scores and their teams are rubbish, yeah. but they had captain Son. So 30, 38 points, 38 yeah. points from one player. It's captain. a huge swing because if you didn't captain Son, you captain Salah and got two or you captain Kane and got uh, 12. So yeah, it's, it's a tough one to take, but look, we've got no one to blame but ourselves. Like I have said for weeks, Son's the better asset than Kane but I haven't thought it enough to make the four point hit in the swap. Right. And then it's always the fear of what if I sell Kane this week and he bangs, Well, at the moment guys, they're leagues apart. Um, and Son is definitely the guy to jump on. Am I going to reverse it this week and sell Kane and bring Son in? Probably not. I've come this far. I'm just going to have to suffer the consequences if Son does go big. And when you look at the fixtures, Liverpool and Arsenal in the double, Liverpool will have more possession. Arsenal arguably will have more possession. The Spurs counter-attack will suit one man and one man mainly, and that is Son. And again, like it's another, it's another potentially good couple of games for him. But I'm stubborn. I'm setting my ways. Kane's got the pens, that big games, talisman. I am going to stay with Kane. But should I, if I was on a wild card or a free hit this week, it'd be Son over Kane all day long. Let's just put this into perspective. Game, since game week 30, right? Because that was around that time was was the Kane and Son divide. And actually, more people were going for Kane. Kane was outscoring Son. He was looking better. He had penalties. Son had come back from his kind of injury. He was getting his minutes managed. I think he played 66 minutes against Everton. Um, and, a, you know, a couple of blanks. Goes into West Ham at home. 15 points. Next game, Newcastle at home. 12 points. Villa away. This is the real killer. 21 points. The hat-trick. Then two blanks, but Spurs didn't score. And then another 19 points. That's four double-digit returns in his last six games, including two in and around the 20-point mark, which is season-defining stuff, right? Yeah. At the same time, you've got Kane. He's had two double-digit hauls, a 13 and a 10. And then when Son got his 15, Kane got four, one assist. And when Son gets his 19 points against Leicester, Kane gets six. So it's been... I mean, I, I thought everyone thought it was kind of close between them. Everyone kind of went in different ways. I thought Kane was the better pick going into game week 30. I mean, it's it's like 30 points, 35 points. You, you add in captaincy to that, you're looking at 50 points, 50, 60 points. Swing, it's huge. And that's the thing, we are adding captaincy into that because the vast majority of times we are yep. captain these Spurs assets. There was a few games in there where Salah didn't have good fixtures. So look, if I, if I was looking back at my team this season and saw a manager that called himself like a, a FPL pundit or a scout uh, a pro pundit. And and I'd seen my team and I'd go, you've not had Son all season. What are you doing? Like that's poor management on my part. Like looking at Son's mm. numbers there, I've owned him for one week this season as, and that was on the free hit when he blanked. Like, like terrible management for me. I've Robertson and Son are my two big regrets this season. I've not owned either of them. And and each week when Robbo scores points and Son scores points, I keep saying to myself, how, why don't I have them? And look, you can't have them all, sure. But I think it's poor management on my part that I've not had either. Yeah. I mean, looking at your midfield, though, it's, it's really tricky. Right? I mean, you've got Salah Havertz, Saka Foden, Kulisewski. I mean, it's a strong midfield. And then you look at your strikers, you look at Broyer and Kane. And, you know, Broyer's obviously rubbish. And then, you, you, I mean, we're all, everyone's sort of clamouring for Richarlison now, which I think says a lot about what it is. Maybe Watkins, someone like that. But yeah. obviously we, we talk week on week. No no striker's done it sort of consistently. And that's why the appeal of Kane's been there. Because you take, you've got to play one striker. Yeah, and that's all I'm doing. I'm playing one each week. Broyer only ever comes in if there's an injury or a rotation like Trent. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, you look at you look at the stats between them um, over the last six game weeks. You've got an expected goal of over for Kane of 2.98, so three, and Son four. Yeah, but we know <laughs> Son overperforms his XG more than any player in world football, pretty much, That's... doesn't he? He's a, he is the elite finisher. I mean, look, look at the goals at the weekend. Like, the curler from the outside of the box on his left foot. By the way, guys, Son's not left-footed. I know he scores a huge amount of goals with his left foot. Son's a right-footed player. Watch him take set pieces. He's a right-footed player. Um, top bins. Even the, even the goal he scored with his back to go eight yards out, the one that made it 2-0 Spurs, the good news from that was... Kulu puts him in and it was the right pass to find Son. But Kane has the decoy run, runs near post, creates the space. It could have ended up at Kane's feet. We're not seeing Son goals and going Kane's on the halfway line, Look, which is probably what we were seeing a few weeks back. He is taking up these positions and against Liverpool and Arsenal, Kane won't be dropping into midfield, I don't think. I think he'll be the focal point as the nine. Son will probably be a little bit wider. Um, so... I am I am keeping the faith. I still think someone's the better pick, but I'm not willing to I'm not willing to have the heartache of selling Kane. I don't think. Do you want to hear some more depressing stats? Go on. <laughs> Over the last six, uh, Kane nineteen goal attempts, Son fifteen, Kane shot accuracy twenty one percent, Son sixty six percent. Oh, six. I mean, sixty six is unreal, isn't it? Like goal conversion, Kane five percent. Yeah, there it is. Son. 53%. Unbelievable. And that's the difference. The underlying stats wise, I know you can say I test Kane drops deep. Underlying stats wise, there is barely anything to separate them. And um, when yeah. you look at assists as well, um, assist potential, it's. Well, it's Son's all, always it's, quite low for assist potential, isn't it? Well, he? minutes per chance created, Kane 42, Son 43 minutes. Okay. No, nothing in it between them. Um, you know, it's Kane that's been picking up the assists for Son when he's, when he's been scoring and, and Kane not scoring. But, but goal wise, goal. Attempt-wise, Kane yeah. is actually beating Son, but five percent to fifty-three percent is where the difference is, and it's that kind of thing where it's hard to it's hard to know what to do because you could easily make that switch over to Son, and I know Son's a clinical finisher, but so is Kane, right? Kane, yeah. Kane, Kane has a history of being a clinical finisher; it's one of the main things he's got. It could easily swap round. You could take a minus four, a minus eight to swap these two players around. Kane's got penalties as well. Well, we hope with Son chasing the golden boot. If they're three 0 up in a game, you never know. Well, yeah, true. If I still up, think though, Kane has pens, though. Yeah, I, 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 while they're while they're going for top four, I think I think Kane, Kane is on pens. But yeah, because even things like goal difference come into play. Yeah. The good news is out of it as is. I don't have you got. I think we've both got him. Is outside of this horrible, boring debate. Not boring, but <laughs> tiresome <laughs> oh, <mate>. debate. <laughs> no, not boring at all. But um, we, there is there is a third Spurs asset who is back on form, which is nice. Like Kudelski was dropped at the weekend. Lucas came in. That's exactly what Kulu needed. I really think yeah. that was great management. He hit the ground running in the Premier League and he was amazing for the first six weeks. He's had a little dip, which you fully expect, new league, whatever. Conte took him out the 11. Smart management, bold, bold, cool, because no Spurs fan rates, Lucas, really. Um, but 53 minutes, whatever, he'd seen enough. Kulu comes on. He was brilliant. He got two mm. assists, but... His dribbling, his take-ons. He he, featured, he got a bonus point like for thirty-five minute cameo. Like that's how good he is. He clocks up those numbers. He's really good in the BPS because it's rewarded things like successful dribbles and crosses and key passes. And Kudelski's really good at all these things. So again, seeing him on it helps both Kane and Son. Will yeah. help Kane and Son. It will help Spurs court score more goals. So again, I'm I'm seeing some selling Kane this week to get say KDB in. 
which I don't hate, but you're going without a Spurs forward potentially because you don't like the fixtures. I still think Spurs can score in both those games and you definitely want Spurs for game week 38. Norwich. Well, th- well f- 37 they got Burnley, 38 they got Norwich. I mean, 38 without Son is going to be awful for me because uh, there's, no, there's no way with my team structure I can have Kane, Son and, and Kuluzewski, for example. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's rare that the triple up on attack works out, but Spurs had a bit of a dip, but I, I think in, in that Burnley and, and Norwich game, they, they could they could get three, four goals in, in both games. So, they really could. Yeah, it's, it's very tricky. Anyway, yeah, I, I think j- j- like my... I don't know what I'm I'm assuming your plan is the same as one. I'm not looking to sell Kane for Son. I people are doing it and I cannot I don't hate it. Like I I can completely see why you would want to do it. Yep. But I'm keeping the faith. I think there could be between now and the end of the season a week where Kane heavily outscores Son, based on the stats and hope. It's a brave call. <laughs> hope and a prayer. It's a brave call if you're willing to make that that move for a hit. Which you, yep. you have to make it for here, and not many have got transfers saved. So yeah, it's not one for me. And if you're doing it, fair play. Like fortune favors the brave, and all that. But I'm with you. Like hearing those numbers makes me a bit more confident as well as. So yep. thank you for putting them, putting them out there. Well, you'll be thanking me when Son scores another hat trick over the over the two games, won't you? Yeah, I'm sure. Um, uh, let's talk quickly about before we move on to 36. Let's talk quickly about Chelsea. Obviously, you've got three Chelsea players in your side. I think people were expecting rotation. In this game, you weren't so much, but I think there was a general sense of this was the worry, right? There was a bit of worry about James, a bit of worry about Havertz dropping out. and, and Got a week think, off now. There's no yeah, need. Didn't need yeah. They didn't need to rotate. They got a week off. Well, there was. It, it wasn't even necessarily rotation. It was more obviously form, yeah, <laughs> form, yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a pretty poor performance across the the last double game week. Um, you had Tuchel talking about you know red zone players and all this yeah. kind of stuff. Anyway, they went they went full strength. It was another poor performance, I thought, from them. Everton played well. Everton deserved the win. I know it was a mistake yeah, from Mastro but but they, they defended well and played well. You've got three in your team. Any worries going forward? Loads of worries. Like, mm. I, I would not be, if I was wildcarding, I don't know if I'd have Chelsea asset in this week. Yeah. Probably not. If I was free hitting, I probably might have one on a free hit. Maybe Alonso. But yeah, um, I don't know. I, I think we will see rotation for the Leeds game. Like Chelsea's season pretty much now comes down to can they win an FA Cup? Like top four, I mean, sure, top four still not well, guaranteed. It's, it's it's interesting, isn't it? It they've all got, happen. It all they've, happen. They've got 66 points. They're three points ahead of Arsenal. Yeah. So they could conceivably come fourth, I think. If, yeah, but they'll get top four. Top Spurs are five points behind them. And Spurs and Arsenal play each other, remember? So there's going to be yeah. points dropped there for exactly. one of those teams. Exactly, yeah. I, I I mean, Chelsea would have to l- like lose, what, two games, I think, between now and the end of the season to not to not get it. And given the fixtures they've got, I think that's pretty, pretty unlikely. But yeah. it's not... Uh, the fact there is still... I mean, they should have sewn it up ages ago. Absolutely, they've been poor. Like, yeah. see, And actually, you, you look at it, Wolves at Stamford Bridge should be a gimme win for Chelsea. Wolves have been dreadful. Leeds at Ellen Road, knowing they're fighting, I wouldn't be surprised to see Leeds get a point there or even mm. three. Like the way Chelsea are playing, a poor. Everton were good and Everton are good at, at Goodison Park. Like I thought Everton were really unlucky against Liverpool. Like I think Gordon should have had a penalty at nil-nil. Yeah, very unlucky. But Chelsea were poor. The XG in that game was something like, it was around two for Everton and around one for Chelsea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Wolves, I expect to see James, Alonso and Havert starting. And yeah, you can say that we expect the, like some of these guys to be dropped, but they haven't got very many substitutes to bench players to come in and 
that are also playing well. So what? You drop Havertz, you've got to play Lukaku. Well, what's he done recently? Or you've got to play Pulisic if you drop Werner. Well, what's he done recently? I know he got a late goal a couple of weeks back, but Alonso on the left is pretty nailed and playing well. So he would be the most secure of my Chelsea players. But the Leeds game... I expect rotation and I don't know where we'll see it. It's hard to call. It'll probably be four or five changes, probably not 10 or 11, like some perhaps think. I don't know. You could argue it's worth having your Chelsea assets in for that Wolves home game because we've seen Chelsea in recent weeks be able to turn it on against the likes of Southampton and Real Madrid. Two games where they look like they could score four, five, six goals a game, right? And then games they've not turned up. That Wolves game might become a four, five nil. Wolves have Wolves have fallen apart. They've completely fallen apart. I mean, Brighton. I think it was the first time they've conceded more than two goals all season. Yeah. To Brighton. I mean, Brighton. We we've been good away from home, but scoring goals isn't exactly our forte. <laughs> and they just couldn't live with 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 the way we played. And yeah, and Solly March did well down the right hand side, which is like oh, Reese James territory. Yeah, I think if, if you know, if because there's people talking about selling Chelsea players, right? There's people talking about, you know, they're probably only going to get one game out of them. The likes of Reese James is, is is being sold, for example, people freeing up funds. Havertz is, is going, he hasn't been performing. Again, it's one of those ones where I can see the logic of it. I think Havertz is the one for me, which is... He, he's still he, stingy, he, though. It could, but he's, he's, using up a, he's using up a midfield spot. He hasn't really yeah. been performing. He's he, Chelsea. The Chelsea attack's been poor. He's been poor. He's probably only going to play one. There's loads of midfielders you want in a double game. But I can see the logic of selling him. Me too. Reese James, though, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be selling him. My problem is, are we looking at my team ahead now? As is that on screen? Where we're, it's not where we're yet. At? No, no. I just, just, just. Let's just quickly finish up on 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 kind of Chelsea. What, what do you think the, the the poor performance from Chelsea is down to? Like oh, everything. Like, everything. I think I, the ownership's a. a issue the players contracts are issues like Reese James is one of the lowest paid Chelsea players like it's like a, yeah, yeah like there's Mason Mount I think has, has only got a, two years left on his contract even some players that we're not talking about still aren't aren't necessarily happy with the current setup and obviously they can't they can't be negotiating new contracts where yeah. you'd usually see this time of season lots of that happening um and obviously Rudiger Christensen leaving as people probably stay another year but um, it's not it's not pretty. Thomas Tuchel apparently has had some personal issues too. Um, the ownership, the out the Champions League, like that's that's big for Chelsea. Like out the title race by what January, out the Champions League by March or April. Not it's not it's not pretty. Chelsea aren't used to this. Chelsea usually end seasons with lots of cup finals still to play for or, or things still to win, and it it's come down now just to the FA Cup. And I think Chelsea will turn it on in the FA Cup. Like, I wouldn't be surprised to see Chelsea beat Liverpool in the FA Cup, but I wouldn't be surprised to see them lose to Leeds either, you know? I mean, let's be honest, the the, the absolute drubbing of Southampton has has masked a, a, a really poor run. Yeah. I mean, they, they beat Newcastle in, in game week 29-1-0, lost 4-1 at home to Brentford, we remember that. And then they lost, and then they beat Southampton. Everyone kind of thought, okay, this is them back. They lose 4-2 to Arsenal. They narrowly get through against West Ham. Yeah. And I'm talking very narrowly. Draw with United, a really poor performance, and then lose to Everton. So it's it's yeah. a consistent run of bad results, really, and bad performances now. Yeah, the bad performances is worrying. Like, I don't mind too much about some of those results when you've not got much to play for, but when you see the performance, I think the... Mm. Obviously, Southampton performance was good. The Real Madrid performances for a game and a half were yep. excellent, were excellent, just yep. terrible for half a game. And actually the game at Old Trafford against United, Chelsea were really good that day, but then it was a 1-1 draw. So yeah, it's 
isolated incidents where we turn it on. And I think Chelsea will step it up for the cup final. We saw the, the, the league cup final against Liverpool that went to penalties. Chelsea were the better team in that. And it was a brilliant game of football. And even the pens went to like sudden death, I think. Mm. Um, it was like 10-9 or something. Um, so I think we'll see a really good cup final, but I wouldn't be surprised to see some lacklustre performances still in the Prem. It's, it's, it's not all rosy at Stamford Bridge at the moment. No. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, let's talk about your team going forward then. Let's move yep. over. So, as I said, you've got 11 doublers here. Um, your team is, is pretty much as it, well, it is as it was before. Uh, it's Ramsdale in goal, Trent, James, Alonso, Cancelo, Salah currently captained, Foden, Havertz, Kulusevski, Saka and Kane. Yeah. Happy with that? I mean, it, I mean, look, you look at that out of context, right? And if I just showed you this is going to be your team in 36 at the start of the season, him. you'd be like, I've got 11 doublers. I've got triple Chelsea, double City, double Liverpool, double Spurs. You've got all good teams there. Like there's no weak link really in that, in that side. Yeah, I'm really, I'm, do you know what I've got? I've obviously got a free transfer and I'm free hitting in 37. So if I don't use my free transfer, I lose it. I'm not sure where I'm going. Like many could say you've got to sell Havertz. But something tells me Havertz against Wolves is something, even if he plays one game, Havertz against Wolves. I don't know. I'm very loyal and probably quite sort of rose-tinted glasses with Havertz because I've had him for two months. He's done me really well. A lot of FPL managers have had Havertz two weeks. He's blanked in both games and they've sold him. I get that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know where I spend my transfer. I've got 0.5 in the bank. I would like to get another Man City player in. I feel like this is a game week for Triple City, depending on who starts against Real Madrid. You, my plan was Laporte in. I was going to go boring and go sell a Chelsea defender to Laporte. But I don't want to sell Reese James and I don't want to sell Alonso either. Um, it's just and it's just the upside. Even if Reese James is benched for the Leeds game, that Wolves game could be a 20-pointer. Like Reese James can do this and I'm, I'm certain he's going to get one of those big scores this season. So I don't know who I'm said. I don't know what I'm doing this week. It's If I make a transfer, which surely I have to, there must be ways I can improve this team with half a million in the bank on one free transfer. I would love to be able to reach Mares. I can't. I'm about 0.3, 0.4 off Mares. Otherwise, Havertz to Mares would have probably been my move. But if not, it will probably have to be James or, or Alonso. Probably James, because I think he's more likely to play one game. To Laporte, who I think plays 90 in both. But the ceiling is obviously lower for those six pointers from Laporte. I could possibly change Ramsdale out. I mean, Ramsdale's been super disappointing. Goalkeeper transfers. I know, problem, right? Yeah. Like, Ramsdale's been so disappointing. And then loads, of, I did a stream last night. Loads were saying, oh, you've got to you know, buy Richardson, buy Aston Villa players, buy Everton players. Guys, remember, I'm free hitting in 37. I don't need to buy Villa players and Everton players now because I'm going to have them for their nicer doubles in 37. And let's not forget, Villa and Everton double in 37 is nicer than their doubles in 36. Oh, and then they have really rubbish games um, in game week 38, right? So having the free hit and not having the free hit massively affects your moves. Like as you brought in Matt Cash last week, 
the perfect move, but you don't have chips remaining. I do, so I didn't look at cash, and probably rightly so. So I've got the bench boost. Oh, sorry, you got you don't have a free hit to play though. But right? it, but so, it, but I'll lose it in thirty seven because they've got the better they've got the better double. They, yeah. they both have Everton and Villa both have the better if, double. If you don't have a free hit left this week, you should be looking. And last week, you should have been looking at Watkins and Coutinho and Cash and Richarlison now and Gordon. Rightly so, but I have that free hit in thirty seven. So at the moment, like this eleven is just full of pretty much four of the five best teams in the league. Like that's that's who I'm covering. But it's 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 why I wanted to focus on Chelsea, right? Because I've got no Chelsea players. And I look at the and I look at your team and I think three Chelsea is is strong. And I look at my team and I haven't got three Chelsea and I think, well my team's also quite strong. I look yeah. at the fixtures, you know, Wolves, Leeds, Leicester, Watford. You couldn't pick four better fixtures really. I mean you could chuck a Norwich in there maybe. But you know, ending the season with Watford at home, Chelsea, Leicester at home in, in thirty seven you know, if, if they do get through in the Europa League, then, you know, we, we can expect to see carry, the carried on rotation. Yeah. And it's a great looking double on paper. It's just so hard knowing who's going to play. And like you say, you could take out James. He could play both, get 20 points. He could easily happen. You take out Havertz, plays both. He's got a nice break. I can see why people... It's, it's such a complicated week because I think a lot... People have got good teams. Yeah. The majority of people have got good teams they're going to be happy with. There's enough teams doubling where you've, you're going to have... I'd say a minimum of nine doublers, like absolute minimum. A lot of people have got 10, 11 yeah. anyway. So if you want to get, you, it's a bit like the free hit, right? You want to try and get stronger, but to do that, you're going to have to take out players who could conceivably do do really well. So my options are, right? Like I want to get triple City if I can. I'd rather, and look, game week 37, when I free it, I won't have any Chelsea. Like I'm happy going without them. They're, they're, they're mm. obviously really inconsistent at the moment. But so it's Laporte for, for James or Alonso. That's one idea. The other idea is Havertz out for the only Man City midfielder I can afford that I like, and I don't love him at all, is Bernardo Silva. But Bernardo was has missed the last two Premier League games. So Bernardo's playing every game now in the running, I think. But he's deep. He's very deep. In the Champions League, he's played nine recently, but he's going to be deep in the Premier League. We know where he plays in the Premier League mostly. He's on the halfway line a lot of the time. But I do like the fixtures and I do like the expected minutes I think I get from Bill. He's had one goal since game week 16. Yeah, but I don't look at that. That doesn't, I couldn't give a monkeys about that. I bought in in Foden when he hadn't had a goal and I've had every goal. Same with Havertz. I honestly don't even consider what they've done in the past. I just look ahead and go, what have they done on the pitch? But yeah, you're right. Bill was scored in the Champions League last week. Screamer against Real Madrid. Like that's, you know, that's why I don't look at the Premier League thing, I guess. But yeah, do I think Bill was a good buy? Not really. I'd prefer a fun pit like a Marlowe. Three goal attempts in the last six, Bernardo Silva. See, that is a stat I should look at. And I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, that's a stat I should look at. See, I, I care way more about the expected and the, the shots than I do the outcome. Um, yeah. So what... But... It could be fun though, as right. But Bil- Bilva, we know what we we know what we can get from Bilva. We saw it earlier in the season. Oh come on, you're not going to sell Havertz for Bernardo Silva. I don't, How I do don't I get a triple it. City though? Laporte is so boring, and I'd be selling a high ceiling Chelsea defender. How do you improve this team with one transfer, as? I I don't think you can consider any City assets other than De Bruyne and Foden, like attacking wise. I don't think you can go for Silva or Gundogan or Sterling or any of them because. I think, you know, if you, you, you with your team structure, you can't get De Bruyne. Well, so, option three is Kane to Richarlison, Havertz to KDB captain. Oh, I don't hate that. That's option three. But that means I don't have Harry Kane for Norwich on game week 38. Unless you do De Bruyne to Son. Which, to 
to which, I, which which I also had thought about. But yeah, I'm scared of selling Kane. Yeah, I know. Kane Kane is is a is a very frustrating one. He really is because I I don't I don't know what to do with him. I, I look at I look at the players around. I look at Son. I look at De Bruyne, and I think there's big potential there between now and the end of the season. And yeah. I wasn't expecting De Bruyne to get benched against Leeds. In fact, no, me neither. Apologies to everyone because I, I I got asked by quite a few people who who I go for out of KDB and Son, and obviously I said KDB. I didn't think he would. I didn't. You know, it's one of those ones where you. You think that's quite close? Oh, we did the um, Q and A, didn't we? Yeah, we both said Kate. I was yeah. so so out on that as well, mate. Like there, I am saying I'm really good at selecting starting 11s, and I I, I got lucky this week with Havertz and Foden. But KDB, I told everyone to captain him. Yeah, I didn't. I just didn't. I just didn't see that happening. And and Mark, for example, obviously doing black box tomorrow. Mark was 50-50 between De Bruyne and Son. I said Ooh. to go De Bruyne. He ignored me. Went Son captain. So finally got did something. He? he did. He got something right. It'd be it'd be over the moon with that. Because if he if he'd gone, he, he would have done. He would have done. He did Fernandez to Son. He was thinking about doing Fernandez to De Bruyne. Wow. And he would have had Salavais. So that's the difference of you know 30, 38 points. Does he own Kane as well? Yeah. He had a good week then. Yeah, he had a very good week. Yeah, sixty. He's in. He's in the, into the top hundred k now. Oh, is, good. Glad to yeah. hear that. But yeah, um, I mean, as a, another another fifty fifty call this season. We're seeing them all the time. A fifty fifty call where if you if you're on the wrong side of it, brutal. Absolutely, it's thirty eight points. Like you know, on on a, on a decision where there seems to be nothing in it. KDB son. It's a coin flip. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it really is. So this week again, like I can have Havertz and Kane, or I can have Richardson KDB, but minus four points. I think I I think I probably end up selling. I'm keeping Kane. I don't think I'm going to KDB. And remember, I do have Foden too. And look, I could bring KDB in and captain him, and still be really hit by Salah on that 50-50 yeah. call because Salah. Yeah. Salah now we know is going to play, play probably 180 minutes in both those games. And I like that Aston Villa game for Salah. And I don't, the, the Spurs game's obviously not great, but I would love that Spurs-Liverpool game to be a high-scoring affair where Kane, and is, you know, it's a 3-2 or something. Um, and then the Aston Villa game, I, I, I can see Liverpool winning quite comfortably. Villa have been poor. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. This week, I'm very likely to be selling a Man City player. Sorry, selling a Chelsea player for a Man City player. And the boring transfer is Laporte in. The, the, the out there pick is Bernardo Silva for a week, which I'm with you as. Like, obviously, he's not a great pick. But I just like the fact that he's a Man City midfielder. I think we'll start both games I can afford. Yeah, I don't like it, but then I was telling people to buy De Bruyne. So, don't so, to me. so what transfer would you make here, as in one move? Because the other player, I can't sell any other the others. I'm not selling Kulu or Saka. I'm not selling Trent or Cancelo. So the other, only other guy I don't like in my team is Ramsdale. Yeah, I mean, I, I like I like the Kane and Havertz to to Son or De Bruyne and oh. Charleston up front. I like I like that move. I guess, I guess the only issue with that is that you're then left with Richarlison, Bro, you and Gelhart um, <laughs> as your free strikers, and then you know obviously th- free hit you're 37, but then when it comes to 38. I think Richarlison's got Arsenal. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't hate that game, knowing they might need to win to stay in the league. But mm. Richarlison this week, the double's not great. The double's really nice in 37, but 36 is two away, and we know Everton away are rubbish, and they're really good well, at home. So- something's got to give in that Watford game because Watford have got the worst home record. And Everton have got the worst away record. Gets his old club. So, something, something's got to give in that. Um, yeah. It'd probably be a nil-nil. Uh, I, 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 it's, it's tricky. I think because you've got the free hit in 37, I think if, if you didn't have the free hit, Richarlison becomes the most attractive option, I think. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I would be making that KDB and Richardson yeah. move all day long if I didn't have three at 37. And look, maybe if I went for that, maybe if I went KDB and Richardson, I wouldn't need to free hit in 37. I yeah. could free it in 38 and bring Kane and Son into my team. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm thinking of, of, of doing something similar because I've, I've got, I haven't got the free hit. So I'm looking at Bar- Barnes is a real problem for me because he's got the best double, Everton at home, Norwich yeah. at home. Amazing double. But he's only going to play one of them. He's, he's just not playing. Like he didn't come off the bench at all against Spurs. He played 10 minutes against Villa. Yeah. He hasn't completed the game since game 31. It's, you know, he's a problem. So I could do Barnes and Kane to Son and Richarlison. And then I've got Richarlison in for that 37 double as well. And there's always that fear that Barnes does start both of those games. I think it but he just seems that massively out of form. It, it, again, it's selling two doublers for another two doublers and, and being worried that I'm going to get outscored by the ones I'm selling. I it's think 37, mate. I think Richarlison's possibly the best captaincy option in 37. Mm. Like you look at the, the teams playing twice, you're either going to be captain Zaha, Richarlison or Watkins Coutinho, right? Or a single game weaker. I think I'll go to a doubler. I don't yeah. think I'll go. I mean, possibly you go Kane or Son versus Burnley, but they've looked better at the back. You could go Salah against, I think it's Southampton, but no, I think I'll go for a doubler and I think it'll be Richardson. So if you don't have a free hit, get Richardson now. Yeah, I think I agree. I, I, I there, there are some good fixtures in, in 30s. I mean, obviously Spurs have got Burnley. So you've got Kane, Son, those kind of guys. Man City have got West Ham. If, if West Ham do get through yeah. the Europa League, that comes just before their final. So you've got to think there's going to be Ooh, heavy rotation nice. there. So like Foden, maybe even Cancelo sort of becomes an option. Liverpool have got Southampton. We know what Southampton are capable of imploding like at, any, at any moment. It, it, you know, there's a good fixture there. Chelsea have got Leicester. Yeah. Leicester have got the double. Everton have got the double. There's, it, that's a really interesting week, 37 as well. We're, we're coming off the back of this double into another interesting double in, in 37. Yeah, it's 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 squeaky bum time, isn't it? It's, it there are so many crossroads. So here many crossroads. Managers. There really are. Whatever yeah. you do, um, try and yeah, try and try and have your strategy and stick to it. Like I've mentioned, there I could go Kane and Havertz out, and then if I go Richardson and KDB, maybe that's a free hit thirty-eight instead of thirty-seven. I'm probably not seriously going to consider that route. It just plays too much with my mind if I if I open that can of worms up as well. So look, my moves this week might be Richardson and KDB, but I don't think I'll be writing off the the free hit thirty-seven. I'm pretty committed to that. I think. Yep. Um, so there oh, we there we go. That I don't know where I'm left with here. I, I no. wish I could tell you more with uh, sort of more more de- definitively, but it'll be Laporte for a Chelsea defender. It'll be possibly Bernardo Silva for Havertz, or possibly option three, which is the Kane out move. But I think option three is very unlikely. I'm not brave enough to go without Kane. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I mean you're you're well on court. I, I think top ten k is is. Surely, I'm not. I'm not convinced. On. No, it's so that ten to twenty k bracket, as I said last week, feels like the five to ten. Perhaps used to like it's it's uh, the the standard is so high. You have one little slip and you have a red arrow, and you you have a you you think you have a win with Foden getting nine points or whatever I got from Foden last week, and it's not a that big a green because you then don't have Robbo or you don't have Son. You know. Your biggest worry is, is Son. That's that's your biggest concern. You've got eleven doublers this week. You've got free hit next week. You take Son out of the equation. You're yeah. getting you're getting free green arrows over the next three weeks. Well, without always, a doubt. Or is my Son biggest in. concern the bench boost that I don't have that everyone's doing this week? I mean, it could be, but it's it's what, 10, 20 points? I, I don't think there's enough there's not enough people in the top ten K using it, I don't think, to for that to be a massive concern. I your, hope free, not. your free hit's gonna be more effective than the bench boost in, in thirty seven. I hope so. Yeah, that should counter that, shouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. Right. So basically, you don't know what you're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Good luck, everyone listening. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the that's the amazing insight that we've got here. This oh week. dear. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's great, Johnny. Um, I think we'll we'll call it there. Hey, okay. what will be more fun next week? Check out my team reveal next week. This time next week, guys, it'll be my free hit draft. I'm planning some big things for Ooh, that free yeah, hit nice. draft, and I'll be fairly set on that. Like. KDB versus West Ham, as you said, like West Ham, if they go through just for a final, yes, please, despite a single. Loving the fact that Danny Ings could be back in the equation for Aston Villa with a double as well as Watkins, maybe double Villa attack, Richarlison, maybe some Everton defence even, knowing that's two home games. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about the free hit in 37. If, this, if, if the free hit gets you like 40 points, and not only did my free hit cost me 30 points, and I would have lost out on the 40 points as well. That's a like yeah. 70 point swing on using that free hit. That will be. Yeah, that's your rank at 1K or top yeah. 20. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that will be hard to take, I have to say. So, yeah, I can't say I'm massively looking forward to next week and that stream, but yeah, I'm sure everyone else will be. <laughs> nice one. Right, Janet, we'll be back next week. Thank you everyone for watching and listening. Give us a like on the stream, subscribe to the channel. Um, if you're listening on the podcast version, drop us a comment um, yeah. or give us a review. Uh, we'd love to hear from all of you. Um, yeah, and we'll be back next week. Good luck, everyone. Thanks for watching, guys. See you later. <laughs>